Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, and the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m., uh, probably up up to 6 p.m., to about 6.45 to the end of the football season. Then every other week, beginning in January to the end of the school year. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine and Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, uh, the Senate Campaign, uh, Dr. Seth Rosenswig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. We're here at the studios of uh, Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. You can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or sign up for the Simple Radio app and negotiate through the app and listen to Kane Radio. You can also now listen to Kane on the FM band at 107.5. And also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and she will. In the meantime, uh, Coach, Catholic High had their second big win last Friday against another AAA football team in the Erath Bobcats. Panthers had a tough win the week before against Parkview Baptist, but came back uh, last Friday with a big win over another AAA school. And uh, can you give our listeners uh, a recall of the game last Friday? And uh, uh, go ahead and, and uh, you know, had an hour, on, uh, hour, over an hour delay with the game uh, as we talked a little bit uh, before we came on the air with a lightning uh, delay. And as you, had, uh, you mentioned that y'all would have played during the rain, though. Yeah, uh, you know, Friday night we were getting actually about to go out and start warming up right around 6 o'clock whenever the lightning started to strike in. And every time with LHSA, anytime there's a lightning strike within 10 miles or 8 miles, you have to wait 30 minutes until you can you can go on the field and, and start. Um, so like I said, you know, we, we normally start our warm-ups right about actually right at 6.05 is when our specialists go out. Um, it was right around 6 o'clock, maybe 5.55 when that first lightning strike struck, and I got the, the alert on my phone. Um, so I went to talk to Coach Biz, our athletic trainer, and, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about that. Does someone on your staff hold one of those meters in their hand or whatever the case may well, be? you don't have to have – nowadays with, with everything they have on these smartphones, you okay. have, we have different systems that alert us. Um, like I said, I receive a text message the first time that it happens. Um, it doesn't update me, you know, when the next lightning strike is and all that, but uh, our Biz has – a little bit better tracker on her phone that she keeps track with you know all right so so as soon as it happened i went and talked to her and i was like i guess i guess that's within eight miles and she said yep so and I, if it pop again 10 minutes later you wait another 30 minutes well, is that correct that, that's what happened yep so it kept popping you know at first it was right after the other and then as the story getting later on it started spreading out a little bit and, and it, i think the last one ended up being somewhere around i don't know six thirty, seven o'clock seven o'clock something like that um so we're able to finally get on the field. I think our official start time was like eight oh four, eight oh five. Yeah, whenever some, we, to whenever that we area, um, yeah. decide to start it off, so you know there was an hour delay, which which you know changes things up, makes makes things a little antsy, tricky uh, for the kids. Um, but you know I felt like our kids handled it pretty well. We went out, uh, we took the opening kickoff, got a really good return by Tristan Lewis to I think it was about the fifty yard line, somewhere around there. 
Um, offensively, we were clicking pretty good at first. You know, we, we did some good things, made some good plays, pushed into about maybe just outside the red zone, maybe right in the red zone. Um, but, you know, we kind of teetered out. Um, it would be nice if, if Bennett, Bennett Boudreaux was healthy, who's, you know, our starting kicker, our first team kicker. Um, but, he, you know, he's had some, some SI issues, but he's starting to get closer. He's getting closer to be ready to go. Um, so, you know, that makes it easy as a coach when you have a, a good field goal kicker. Um, but we actually had a, a little more drama as far as that goes. Um, and pre- in warm-ups, um, Isaiah Parrish, who's been doing all the kicking duties, he uh, hurt his hip flexor which I think probably has a lot to do with that rain delay because he didn't get to warm up like he normally would. Um, so we kind of kind of went into scramble mode, and uh, J.D. Hidalgo ended up doing our kickoff duties, who haven't really kicked all year. Um, and, you know, I thought at one time he'd given up football to play strictly baseball, too. So I was kind of surprised because we didn't have his number seven well, on the roster that night. Well, he kind of he kind of came out late, um, okay. so he hasn't been playing. This was the first week we let him play. All right. Um, so he did come out a little bit late, um, but we talked. You know, I talked with him and the coaches and the seniors, and, and you know, we had some some repercussions for it. Um, but he did everything he needed to, and uh, you and know, he's he, a junior now. He's a junior. Eligibility, yes, I do believe, and a fine shortstop for the baseball yep. team. So, um, so he ended up doing the kicking duties. Um, All right, which was kind of kind of a scramble. Um, but no, like I said, you know, we drove down, we, we kind of petered out right outside the red zone or right inside of it either way. Um, then they came out, they, they drove down and they scored in their opening possession. Uh, they did a, they, we jumped off sides on the field goal, which gave them on I mean, the PAT, which gave them a short yard. So they went for two and they got it. Um, so that kind of, kind of threw some things off. Uh, then offensively, we drove down again, kind of same, same situation, kind of petered out again. Um, and then defensively, we, we kind of, we, we, we shut them down. We had third and 11 or 12 and then. You know, we shot ourselves in the foot three or four times that series. We we gave them first downs on personal fouls, some some yeah, stupid that, things. For that, a coach, that, that must be really aggravating. It, it was too. very frustrating. Because you know, they weren't like uh, they were like uh, how would you say uh, just uh, not smart fouls, if yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Um, so you know, we had we had a pretty long discussion about that on Saturday in film, and and um, going forward, they know there's going to be some 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 repercussions if that kind of stuff happens again. Um, just because you know, like like I talked about it, you know, we we did all these self-inflicted wounds if we'd have played a clean game you know i think i think we could have won that game pretty easily um Eros not a bad team but you know our guys they the way they played the effort they gave if we just wouldn't have given up those penalties it could have been a much different game um but either way you know it is what it is you control what you can control and, and those things happened um so we go down 11 nothing um and then offensively we kind of kind of keep getting things going you know figure some different things out um Luke played a really good game through some really good balls. You know, they gave they gave certain things up too. So we kind of attacked that a few times. Probably could have could have went after it a few more times. Um, some little comeback comeback type routes on sprint outs and things like that. That that was pretty successful for us. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I think he handles the ball really well on, on uh, rolling out, and uh, he's pretty accurate he too. Is. He is. Rolling either way, whether he's a left-handed quarterback, but he can roll out to the right and still be pretty effective yeah, hitting absolutely. people out in the flat. Absolutely, that left-handed quarterback it drives me crazy though because I'm so right-handed. Everything when I draw things up, I'm always thinking about right-handed, and it's like got got to flip that backwards. Oh uh, yeah, but no, he, he's done a great job. I mean, he, he's a really good little quarterback. Um, you know, just a junior has a lot of a lot of growing to do. A lot of a lot of maturing to do, and he, I mean, he has a chance to be a really good high school player. Um, he does. You know, he already is, but, he, you know, the sky's the limit for him. Um, you know, we go down, we drive, we score, uh, we go for two, we, we aren't successful, so it's 11 6. Um, I think the next series, our defense gets them stopped. You know, there's fourth and, fourth and three or fourth and four. They run a fake punt, um, pick up the first down. Then our defense stops them again. It's like fourth and 
fourth and four or fourth and five, so we keep our punt safe, punt safe one, just because they, you know, it's sure, you know, it's on their side of the field. Um, but they get a delayed game, so it backs them up to fourth and ten. So we put our punt block team back on there, go after it, and Chris Green blocks the punt, does a great job. He um, did. Jake Wyman gets on top of it, so we have a short field offensively. Um, we go down, score again. Uh, we're we're up twelve eleven. We go for two again. Like I said, you know, with the kicking the kicking issues we had, um, don't don't get it. So we're up twelve eleven. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's. I think that's how it ended at the half. I think so. Twelve eleven. We come out. We kick the ball off. Um, we get a pretty good stop. We go down, score. Um, second half, you know, we we kind of see some things in the run game that they're giving up. You know, when we go ten personnel spread out, they leave five guys in the box. But we have five offensive linemen, so that's a really good run look. Um, and Marcus Austin had a really good second half. Um, he went over 100 yards. I don't know exactly what his stats were. But he had a nice run, too, yep. in the second half from he, uh, going uh, right to left. Yep, he had some some good runs. He had over 100 yards. Um, him and Devin Mouton both got their first touchdowns of the year. Two two guys that have been, you know, carrying the load on the, at, at running back for us. Um, but, you know, like I was saying, we we go down, we score, we get up. Um, and then we're, we, we do – we're up six. No, we're up seven. Um so we actually do kick a field goal. You know, Bennett, Wood, Bennett Boudreaux comes talk to me after Isaiah got hurt, and he's like, Coach, if you need me to, I can kick out. I, you know, he wasn't even going to dress out. And he went put on his stuff, and I told him, I said, look, let's just let's, let's think about possibly doing some easy PATs. You know, that's the only thing I want you to do. I don't want you to stress it, strain it, because, you know, we need you, we need you down the road. That's right. Um, and he, he said he was good to go. He said he felt good, so he goes through. He, he kicks it. He make our first, PA, first PAT of the season um, in, a, in a regular game. Um, so, so you know that was that was nice to see him get a kick in, and, and he felt good afterwards. So, you know, I think I think this coming Friday he'll better handle the, the PAT field goal duties. Good. Um, like I said, I still don't want to push him with the kickoffs and all that kind of stuff. So, hopefully, you know, come district he's ready to re- really fill in a hundred percent. But you know, after that we you know we we had a big defensive series. Uh, they picked up a couple big plays on third down, fourth down, things like that, and finally going to score. Um, and then pretty much the next series, I think Marcus busts that big long run we were talking about a little while ago. Yeah, um, he he runs out of gas and gets caught at about the two yard line. Um, he did. And I know he was gas, but I know he wanted to get in the end zone. So you know, I called his number again the next play because he hadn't gotten in yet this year, and he, he found a way to get in there. So that put us up twenty five, twenty five sixteen, I think something like that. Twenty five seventeen. Yeah. Twenty five seventeen. Um, and then 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 JD actually has a great kickoff. He kicks it right where we want it, down to the five-yard line between the numbers and the hash. Um, and our defense comes out, like I said, they, you know, Erath, give credit where credit's due. You know, they, they, they made some big plays. Whew, that quarterback took some big hits. Um, he and, did, and but never, he's a big kid, though. He is a big kid, but he, he took a punishment that Friday yes, night. Yes, he did. Um, and he always came back out. He always came back on the field and always, you know, tried to lead his team to the victory. Um, like I said, he, he made some really big third-down conversions, some fourth-down conversions, throwing the ball, running the ball. Um, that got them actually into the end zone, um, and they go for two to to tie it up. And fortunately for us, they, the snapper snaps it over the quarterback's head. It actually wasn't him. It was like a wildcat formation. If it was him, it might not going over his head because he's right. he, like you said, he's a big boy. He's, he is. Was he about six four? Look like <laughs> he is a big kid. Um, so we were able to stop them right there. You know, tackle them. You know that that threat's done. Um, then we know they're going onside kicks. So we got our hands team out there, and, and sure enough, they kick it. Um, and Bennett Woodring recovers the the onside kick, and, and then we, you know, in my opinion, the best the best play in football, the victory formation. Absolutely, we got to kneel it out and, and get that win number two. But you know, you also had a snap over a punter's head that night uh, that uh, gave them pretty good field position too. That we did uh, uh, later on uh, during the uh, course of the game too, and uh, 
to be honest with you, I can't remember if they scored or not. They did. That. They did. Yep, yeah, they I did. thought they, they did score. Yep. And uh, of course, uh, it, but you know, the field held up pretty well considering the rain that uh, took place. Uh, what uh, six fifteen or so, and then earlier during the day. So uh, anyway, uh, there were two little spots. Uh, one around the thirty yard line on the south side and the north side, maybe the thirty five thirty. Uh, but I thought the field held up pretty well. Didn't see many slips. Saw a couple couple bad snaps here and there. But uh, but the field itself uh, held in place. So hats off to the uh, grounds crew who do a fine job of that. I guess uh, I don't know if athletic director uh, David uh, Jordan has much to do with uh, the Panther Stadium uh, football field. Yeah, like he, he does he, the baseball. He field. does the the vast majority of the work on the field. Um, Coach Andrea Bruce or Helson out a little bit too, and right. he, you know he has he has his guys that he talks to, but he he does the vast majority of the um, the field maintenance. But it uh, like I said, it held up well considering the rain and all. Uh, of course, a decent crowd considering the rain, and Erath brought another pretty good uh, crowd from uh, twelve fourteen miles up the road. Oh, uh, Erath always travels well; they always bring a good a uh, good crowd. And uh, it was interesting. We were kind of watching to see. Uh, since uh, most of our offensive and defensive linemen went both ways during the course of the game. And we were hoping maybe with the Panther uh, offensive line, you've got a couple players that might go either way. That to wear them down a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and all. But with the wet field and all. Uh, but like I said, didn't see many slips. I, I don't know if you maybe caught that on film the next day, but I didn't see many slips or uh, anything of that nature. No, there weren't very many. I mean, I, I can think of a couple once or twice, you know, off the top of my head, but no, not not much more than you would on, on a regular night. And like you mentioned to me off the air, bumps and bruises, which is commonplace uh, playing your uh, third game of the year. Uh, is that right? Yeah, third yep. game of the year. Uh, still have uh, seven left to go and uh, – and that's that's natural to have players uh, just a nick here, a bump there, and uh, got to play through it. And uh, the course of the year. So uh, anyway, uh, so far so good for Catholic High, two and one right now. And uh, again, I mentioned the VC wins the eight two A district championship. Yep, yep, <laughs> again, yep. Beating Catholic High, then uh, uh, Ascension Episcopal and Lowerville. They they just have a fine football team they do. too. They do. And Coach, uh, hats Coach off to does them. a great job over there. And uh, they defeated uh, Lowerville. Got behind Lowerville uh, like they did y'all. And Lowerville comes back to beat them. I think 27, 20, 27, uh, 21, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. And, uh, also, uh, in the meantime, uh, that's not what you, that's a game in the past. You can't do anything mm-hmm. about it. And, uh, you've got two wins under your belt. Uh, it feels pretty good being back home with your, uh, old school and, uh, having your first two wins, but a big game coming up, uh, Friday night as the Wampus Cats. I don't know. Is that two words or one Wampus Cats? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, my guess is two, but that's just, that's just a guess. He, uh, the Wampus Cats come to Catholic High Friday night, festival night, I think, uh, the 22nd. And uh, same thing, 7 o'clock kickoff. Don't see any rain in the future here. Hopefully the weather will be a little cooler. And uh, the Wampus Cats with uh, Mr. Xavier Ford, who's uh, 5'11", 190, maybe 200-pound running back, uh, who uh, is a lot of college scouts have their eyes on right now. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and take our first break here, and we'll come back and talk about the uh, Wampus Cats. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. B&L Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 
337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment, college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Hi, I'm Corey Avery, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Raymond's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach Matt Desimo here. And uh, coach, uh, the Wampus Cats, the Leesville Wampus Cats, come to town to take on the Panthers uh, Friday night at Panther Stadium. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. And uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about this team. Uh, pretty good football team, too, uh, from uh, the Leesville area, and as I mentioned to you, also off the air. A lot of Fort Polk uh, kids uh, play on that team, too, uh, for uh, Leesville. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, they're, they're a really good football team. Um, they're a 4A squad. Uh, I don't know exactly what their numbers are out there, but, but they're, they're big. They're physical. Um, they're going to run the ball, uh, like you said, with, with Xavier, Xavier Ford, right? With him, I mean, they're, they're going to give him – 20 to 30 calories a game um i think last year he had 30 calories against us he had over 280 yards rushing um he, he he's, he's a special player uh but like i said they're big up front too which doesn't help the case uh, makes it tough tough for defenses um but they're gonna run the ball uh they they you know they run out of 20 personnel two backs no tight ends um a little bit of 21 personnel two backs and one tight end um some some 11 personnel one back one tight end but um uh, but they're going to run it either yeah. way. Three yards and a cloud of uh, dirt, I guess yep. you could say. E- either way, you, either way you draw it up. No matter what personnel they're in, who, who, what, how many tight ends, running backs, whatever, they're running the ball. Um, and, and normally, ninety percent of the time, it's going to be Xavier Ford running the ball. 
Will you do anything a little differently than uh, maybe to keep to keep them off balance uh, than what are your regular maybe formations on defense? Anything you might try to do to surprise them, catch them off guard, and then make adjustments? Um, we'll have a heavier box than we normally would. Uh, okay. You know, we'll, we'll probably have seven, eight guys in the box at times um, as opposed to normally we, we're a five or six man box um, depending on who we're playing against. Uh, which is pretty typical whenever team you know whenever you play against like a wing T team or, or a sure. team that runs the ball ninety percent of the time like Leesville, um, you, you you know you don't want you don't want a team to beat you doing what they're comfortable doing. You want them to try to make them beat you doing something that they're not great at. Um, and if they find a way to do it, then hats off to them. But, sure. Uh, but you know that's the plan going in there, trying to trying to load the box up, um, get as many bodies in there as we can to to slow down that run game to try to slow him down. Hopefully, you know force a few turnovers yeah, just a uh, gang tackling is probably important too yep. in that regard uh, just a uh, first man uh, hit him hold on and helps coming uh yep. do uh you don't anticipate them to put the ball up in the air 15 to 20 times is what you're saying no i wouldn't think they would throw it that much um, i'm sure that they'll throw it a little bit here and there but um keep you honest yeah just to keep you honest i'm sure mostly play action type stuff you know okay. try to get you try to get your safeties and all that coming downfield downhill um, and just beat them deep, uh, but but you know I, I know last year they didn't throw the ball real well, um, they didn't catch the ball real well either. You know, fortunately they dropped a few a few touchdown passes and things like that in the game okay. last year. Um, so hopefully they'll do the same thing this year as far as that pass game goes. Um, but but you know our, we're, like I said we're going to try to load the box, try to slow them down, um, make them try to throw the ball more than they want to. Uh, but you know that's the game plan. We'll see how it goes on Friday. Now you mentioned they're not a wing. They're not a wing team, no. though. They just they'll spread it out and go with uh, uh, will they run out of the pistol a little bit, or they uh, under center mostly. Well, they're out of gun, um, oh, they but they're not, they're not real. They're not a whole lot of pistol. They're like a flat backfield where the running okay. backs off to the side of the uh, quarterback. All right. Um, from what I've seen, I mean, they may they may do a little under center here and there, but for the most part, they're shotgun. Okay, since uh, you're your offensive coordinator defensively, what are they going to throw at you? Um, it looks like they're mostly a, like a four-two-five. Um, what they've shown against against some clubs, what I call clubs, eleven personnel with a tight end. A lot of times they'll walk that extra backer down over the tight end, where it's more like a five-one, uh, five-down lineman, one linebacker in the box. Um, so that's kind of what we're expecting. Uh, you know, a lot of the film that we have isn't great for us because it is wing T offenses, um, which isn't you know isn't necessarily comparable to what we do. Sure, um, but we do have a little bit of film that 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 you know is positive for us. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what we're expecting to get that five down where they walk up that extra back or a stand-up nine tech outside the tight end. Um, but, you know, we're preparing for some different things, too. They have shown some three down and, and, and you know, one back with four receivers. Um, but I think they'll mostly be a four-two-five type look um, or like that five-one where they walk that extra guy down who's, true, right. who's really still a linebacker, but he walks down. Anyway, uh, what kind of size uh, uh, for our listeners, what kind of size team do they have uh, – uh, can you expound upon that a little bit? Uh, they're not small. They're, right. um, they're pretty big, uh, you know, so, so I think we're going to be the, the smaller team out there. Um, they're bigger than Erath and, and Parkview where I would say um, they're, they're, they're big boys. Um, and they're a 4A team. They are a 4A team, yes, Not sir. a 3A team like your last two opponents. Not a 3A. So the next two weeks we're playing 4A team. So Leesville's 4A and so is Eunice. Really? I, I thought, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah. uh, I didn't realize Eunice, uh, I know they were 3A for many years and uh, – uh, but the f- two four eight teams should play in your next two weeks. Yep. One on the road, one at home. Of course, this one being at home, the Eunice game uh, being uh, over in Eunice. I'm really glad this one's at home. That was a long trip last year going to Leesville. I bet. 
Yeah, so <laughs> it, was, it was a longer trip coming home after a loss. Too. Did y'all basically go through Lake Charles or Alexandria? Can you recall? I don't remember. Okay, I was, right. I was just I was in the I was in the back riding. So oh, okay, so yeah, I wasn't right. I didn't pay attention to all that trying <laughs> yeah, to trying to pass the time. And like I mentioned, you know Fort Polk. Uh, there are a lot of families that uh, kids had to attend Leesville High School, and yep. uh, a lot of those kids from those military families, uh, I'm sure, had school there. And uh, over the years, uh, produced a lot of fine football players too. Yep, absolutely. Um, but but no, they're they're a really good team. Like I said, you know, it's going to take take a great team effort for us to have a chance to come out on top. Um, we're not going to have have those types of personal fouls and penalties that we had last week against Erath. Um, we'll definitely have to play a cleaner game, which I, I know we're capable of, and I know our you know our kids. Our kids have been great, giving great effort and great, you know, great attention, great effort and pushing hard, playing hard every single game so far. So I know that's going to happen. Um, we just got to continue to clean up those little things and cut out those those self-inflicted wounds with those penalties. Well, I was just looking at uh, they're two and one on the year. They beat Jennings in their first game of the year, thirty-two to fourteen, and came back and lost to Gina, uh, twenty-two to twenty. And uh, last game they beat uh, Iowa or Iowa uh, by the score of thirty to thirteen. And Iowa over the years has had some pretty good athletes yeah, uh, come yeah. out of there. Gina, of course, up. Uh, I think the Gina. I think it's the Yellow Jackets. Maybe the Gina Yellow Jackets. Uh, they played that game. Uh, I'm trying to see if uh, it was a home game uh, that they lost to uh, Leesville. Lost to Gina. Uh, so uh, twenty-two to twenty uh, beat uh, Jennings thirty-two to fourteen. And of course. Uh, of course, they play the uh, Panthers uh, in New Iberia, 7 o'clock kickoff, non-district game. But uh, as always, uh, PowerPoints come into play, too. Uh, you've defeated two AAA programs, one really really pretty good program in Parkview Baptist. So in the long run, uh, I didn't check. I didn't look at uh, uh, the anticipated power uh, power rankings uh, through that. I don't know if you maybe took a look-see at that right now or not. Not really, but I don't even know what to look at right now because okay. I, I don't think anyone knows um, what the playoffs October, are going to look October, like. October, that, boy, you took the, yeah, the I mean, that's, next that's question the out of me. No one knows what the playoffs are going to look like. Um, the injunction was filed, and the court allowed it. And uh, Are we going to go back to the old way of two years ago, or are we looking at uh, something they're going to hold with the new? Uh, and so, uh, of course, you can't control that. You just nope. have to uh, – Play football and uh, win play, some games. Yeah, play football, win games, get PowerPoints, and give you the best possible seating you can get, whether you're playing in, in the playoffs from this past year or the playoffs from two years ago or the playoffs from 12 years ago. Do you get any input from Kyle with regards to <laughs> Principal Kyle Bork with regards to uh, where he might uh, – his chatterbox with other principals or anything uh, said with that? Um, no, I mean we haven't we haven't had that conversation. Uh, I mean, okay. if I asked him, he'd tell me what he's heard, but okay, but we and, haven't really talked. But it, about I'm that sure too it's much. out there, though. Uh, I thought uh, the uh, commissioner had done a pretty good job separating the select from non-select, and with the open enrollment, if you have open enrollment, you're a select school. Simple as that, and that's where the breakdown was. And you didn't hear the principals hollering and scream about it. They had two or three opportunities to address it yep. and never did. So they must be satisfied, other than these nine schools. Uh, up in North Louisiana, Alexandria six and three in Monroe, uh, complaining about that. But uh, who knows uh, what takes place? Uh, all you have to worry about is Leesville right now, the Wampus Cats, and uh, take care of business uh, Friday night at Panther Stadium. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, time to take our next break. Here, you're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. 
This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. At Sesta Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sesta Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sesjinji. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlock or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Hi, my name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan-Daly, and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice, and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And, you know, Coach, uh, each week uh, we speak a little bit about uh, – uh, some of the other sports that are taking place right now, I think the fall sports, basically football, uh, along with volleyball, I think some swimming, and it seems like there's another sport, uh, cross country. Uh, and, uh, you know, the volleyball team has uh, played pretty well lately, Coach. They were in a big tournament uh, this past weekend up in New Orleans. I do believe in New Orleans, is that correct? Yes. Uh, p- uh, playing some uh, real big uh, games and some games they brought home too, Coach, and maybe you can uh, give us a little background on some of that. Yeah, uh, real quick before we jump into volleyball, you know, last week our, our JV did beat Erath on Tuesday, twenty to eight. Um, so our JV team's at two and one on the season as well. And okay, we, and they play tomorrow against Birchman's Academy at six p.m. at home. Uh, educate me a little bit, Birchman's Academy. Out of where do you Birchman's know? Birchman's Academy is the um, brother school of Sacred Heart Grand Coteau. Oh, okay. They are so Sunset Grand Coteau. They area? are they are starting their this is their varsity team. They're starting. They're trying to join the LHSA. Um, okay, so they're in that two year. Um, introductory program um, and our middle school has has some big games this week they're playing Fatima for fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth grade play Fatima on Wednesday at home as well so so that's gonna be a big game for their division and educate me again a little bit with these um, uh, low elementary schools and middle school games are they like uh, eight minute running eight minute quarters 12 minute quarters I think they're eight minute quarters okay I believe they're right. eight minute quarters okay so. Um, but no, but no our volleyball team had a phenomenal week um, you know starting last week before they even got into the weekend um, last week they played LCA and STM um, during the week. They beat LCA in four, and they lost to STM in four, which, you know, STM's a, a pretty solid program um, every year. 
Uh, so our girls are playing really good. And they went to that Academy of Sacred Heart um, tournament in New Orleans, um, and they played, I think, five games there. They, they did beat, five games yeah. in two game, two days. Yep, so they went three and two in the tournament. They beat Academy of Sacred Heart. They beat Pope John Paul, and they beat Turlings in the tournament. And Pope John Paul, if my memory serves me correctly, has had some outstanding teams over the years. They've won state championships left and right in the last so. 10 years. Um, the two losses they had was to um, Archbishop Hannon, which is who they lost to in the playoffs last year, um, who I believe oh. might have been made it to the state championship. I don't know if they won or not last year. Uh, you, but you I think they were ended the year before. Um, and then they also lost to St. Scholastica. Yeah, out of Covington. Uh, that's a pretty good uh, women's uh, school out there. They're the, uh, I guess, the uh, other side of St. Paul's in Covington, yeah, St. Scholastica, okay. uh, with that. So, uh, But uh, some pretty impressive wins over the year. Like you said, they beat LCA uh, last Wednesday, I believe, Wednesday yep. night. They come back the next night and play St. Thomas Moore, probably has one of the top programs in the state of Louisiana, all classes, and yep. uh, some other big wins. I was looking uh, through here, uh, some of their matches uh, – where uh, they've won uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and five. Yep. I do believe 11, right eight, now. Five, yep. uh, with that, so uh, they've played some great tennis, uh, tennis, some volleyball, <laughs> but uh, also uh, got some uh, big ones coming up. As uh, I want to say, on the nineteenth, which is uh, yep. tomorrow. Tomorrow they play Calvary. Yep, Baptist, and they come back and play Father Turlings, who, if my memory serves me right, did they beat them yep, earlier? They beat in them in the, the tournament. Oh, okay, over this in past New Orleans. Weekend, yep. Okay, so they come back and play Turlings, and that that match is going to be at Catholic High at six o'clock uh, on the twentieth, and come back the next day and play Southside. Uh, the, so they're going to play three days in a. In a row here, the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st. So, uh, Coach Gary Westcott's got those girls. <laughs> He's yep. got them going. Yep, and they have one day off, and it looks like they play two games on Saturday. So, uh, so. yeah, a lot going on. They play on the 21st and uh, come back, uh, I guess, on the 23rd and uh, play again the 21st being uh, that game against Southside. Then they come back Saturday and to play two matches against Church Point, both home matches, uh, and also St. Edmunds out of Eunice. So uh, he's got them going right now. The only thing I wondered, I see here some district uh, games. And th- their district, I take it most of the uh, people in Catholic High's 8-2A district don't have volleyball teams is what I'm thinking. Uh, I guess St. Mary doesn't have one, uh, either a Franklin or uh, Delcom. Does, I don't think Delcom Del- has a Delcom volleyball. Delcom does. Um, so does Ascension. Okay. Uh, volleyball is different. Volleyball is kind of like soccer where they're broken into divisions. Okay. Because um, there are a lot of schools that don't play. So, basically, they, they, they take all the volleyball playing schools and they break it up into, I guess, four or five divisions. I'm not sure exactly how many they have in volleyball. Well, I look here. The the, the four district games, the uh, Lady Panthers play against St. Martinville and Abbeville, play each team twice home and away. And that's pretty much a district schedule if I'm reading this particular uh, schedule right uh, that I pulled off the Louisiana High School Athletic Association's uh, uh, yeah. uh, pro. But uh, heads, hats off, Coach Gary Westcott uh, and uh, his girls. I don't know. Uh, uh, he's He's got them going. Hats off to yep, him. Absolutely. So. And we got job. some other sports taking place, too. I know cross country along with uh, – uh, some other sports. I don't know if you have any updates on some of those. Um, cross country competed, I think, two weekends ago, not this past weekend, the week, weekend before for their first meet. And I believe they have another one on Saturday the 30th. So I don't think they're competing this weekend either. Um, swimming has a, their sec, their next meet tomorrow at the Roby Show Center in Lafayette. 
Um, and then we actually have, we also have our high school fishing team is, is competing in a tournament, I believe, on Saturday, this weekend. Is, Saturday. That, is that Jacob Schutman, I, I think, is yes, their he is. Uh, he, he uh, is, coach? Or he's the coach, yeah. Of that, uh, good for them. So, uh, anyway, you know, we have a fishing and hunting show each Friday morning, and uh, we try to uh, uh, keep uh, people alerted to what's going on in the fishing and the hunting community. And uh, I knew Catholic High had a team, and I know uh, Jacob uh, was the coach, or I yep. guess in that uh, helping him out with all. But uh, good to see the mm-hmm. fishing. Uh, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good for kids who aren't, you know, have that want something to be involved in that aren't necessarily athletes or I know what you're you saying. Know, yeah, or, or it quiz is. bowl type kids. You know, sure, so, absolutely. So, debate, it's speech. Thing. Yep. You know those type activities that keep. Uh, kids uh, active in school i can still hear the christian brothers telling me you don't want to graduate with nothing under your name uh, i take that to heart and i can still remember them talking about that during the course yep. of uh of all don't know if you have any other things maybe to speak about oh we got a few other things going on we have mass this thursday um at nine fifteen ish um and it's in honor of all saint peter's college graduates um, okay so my dad was a St. Peter's College yeah. graduate, yep. second so, class at St. Peter's okay. College. So, so we do that every year. Um, you know, there's less and less to, to honor now because sure. I, think, I think the youngest graduates are in their mid 80s now. Yes. Um, so that's always a, a great thing to see those those, those guys come back. Um, and there's going to be a reception after for the graduates. You know, to, for them to get together and talk and talk to the, the administration and get to know you know the the Catholic High of today. Um, so we do have that coming up on Thursday. On Friday, we have uh, Spend a Day at CHS. Uh, we talked about it last week on the show. All right. Um, it's a day that, that a kid can come and shadow a, a current student so they can see if, you know, if it's something that they want to, to be involved in or if it's not really for them. Um, so that's always a, a good thing. They get paired up with another student, like I said. Uh, we also have a pep rally on Friday for the game. Um, and then next week, we have, we'll have our elementary and middle school grandparents day mass the following right. Thursday, which is the 28th. Um, and that's, you know, and we also have our golf tournament coming up soon, um, October 21st. Uh, we still are looking for golfers and sponsors and sure. people to cook on the holes and all that kind of stuff. So if anyone's interested, reach out to, to Jenny Menville. Um, but that's about all that I have right now coming up. Um, but, you know, it's, it's always, always busy at school. Um, lots of things going on. Volleyball's playing, like you said, three days in a row. Uh, yeah. um, and then over the weekend. So there's always things going on at school. Anyway, uh, Coach, uh, good luck to you Friday night taking on the Wampus Cats of Leesville in a big uh, non-district game, but always uh, power points for a school. Uh, good luck to you uh, in that game. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HM, HMC Forms, The Senate Campaign, Dr. Uh, Rosenswig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso Investment Group. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream 
machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports in Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports in Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See center for details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. 